Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Right, next Wednesday, I believe we're in studio. I'm not sure. but Yeah, Thursday is uh, Maryville. All right, so next Wednesday, we're in studio. My idea would be this. So Chuck and I just get up at 12.01 and just walk out. And then Strick comes rolling. And, hey, guys, it's going. Six, gotta go. Two blue. We're like, no, nah, I got to go. It's all yours. <laughs> Great being here. Love Kirkwood Brewhouse. Love the Five Nine of the Fan Studios. We're... Where'd those guys go? We would just get up and walk out. Four Hands Brewing Company. Way. Be a trucker. Hopefully Andy's okay. He's supposed to be here today. And if there was ever a day, we always welcome Andy's conversation, of course. His uh, red hot takes. His analysis. His analysis. Football acumen. Baseball breakdown. All of that is welcome. But today we were like, this would be the perfect day. Blues are hot. What's going on? What's the buzz? Bennington's 10-1-1. The Blues have won seven in a row. Scored eight goals last night. But uh, Andy is not here. I guess he's just not going to make it in. Interesting nugget out of uh, Jupiter, courtesy Jen Langosh, who I think is leaving the beat eventually. Yes. I think she's going more into an editorial role. Which I the think Matthew it's where Matthew Leach, Leach is in columnist. now. Yeah, maybe. She's a... Uh... A new mom, so I'm sure she wants to spend more time with her daughter, I believe. So I can't blame her. Also, the only person who I think enjoys the trips to like Pittsburgh and Cincinnati is Rick Hummel. That's correct. He's he's the only beat reporter I know who like looks forward to those trips. No offense to those cities. I'm just sure they get old after a couple Easy, of years. Easy, Chris Bryant. Easy. <laughs> no, you're right. It's Pittsburgh specifically that the commission always goes on that trip. <laughs> yes. That's his deal. I think Frank went up to him one spring training and was like, how do you keep doing this? Don't you just hate going to Pittsburgh? And Kimmich was like, I love Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's plenty of good towns. I mean, and I think it would all get old, even if you're in New York in a hotel room, if you've been traveling your whole career, it could get old. But there's no terrible town. You know, at the big league level, you're not riding a bus in the minor leagues. You could find something to do in Milwaukee. You could oh, find sure. something to do in Pittsburgh. Find somewhere to eat in Cincinnati. I mean, some are more interesting than others. It's not Skyline Chili. Find real food. Yeah. And I'm not a chili snob, but that thing tastes like cinnamon. And it looks disgusting. What's the cinnamon deal? I don't know. What's the deal? Dan, why do they put... What's the deal with... What kind of word is that anyway? Cinnamon. Skyline Chili looks like the result of a dog eating floss. <sighs> so anyway, Jen Langosh wrote about... <laughs> Carlos Martinez. Well, all off season, he ended the year as the closer and did fairly well at it and kind of helped solidify the, the back end of the pen. Um, but then all off season, the Cardinals have been fairly 
adamant about saying that Martinez is a starter. That's what they signed him for. They, they Originally, then they gave him the big extension to be the ascendant ace of the Cardinals rotation. And starting has been kind of an up-and-down deal for him since then. But Mike Maddox, speaking in Jupiter, per an article by Jen Langosh, which you can find on Cardinals.com, uh, twice emphasized how nice it was seeing Carlos Martinez come out of the bullpen as a reliever and, and closer, and then adding right now Carlos is in the rotation, but that's the great thing about the flexibility we have. You might be a starter in spring training, but you might end up in the bullpen or something like that. Now, there's no way Maddox is speaking out of turn. Like This must have been discussed at some point by the Cardinals brass. Well, and I think it was Mike Schilt who, for the most part, said starter, starter. And we were like, well, what about Carlos starter? I just wonder if the front office, Mosellock and company, has crunched the numbers or looked at all these options and said, you know what? That's a hell of a weapon to have down there. Maybe our depth on the starting rotation is so good, we can afford to put you in the bowl. I don't hate it. I really don't. You go through the spring and see how guys are doing. If your rotation falls apart, even though you have so many candidates, you may say there's no way in hell I'm taking Carlos out of my starting five. But if it starts to crumble a little bit, you do it. But if it's solid and everybody's good and all these arms, I don't know. I mean, if I told you Dakota Hudson's in the bullpen, okay, I like that. But if I told you Carlos is in the bullpen, doesn't that sound a little more impactful? Like more roles that he could potentially play? You don't like it. You Boy, want a starting rotation? I think... I don't hate it. I think the Cardinals are a better team with Carlos in the rotation. I think he's more valuable in the rotation. That's, I mean, how valuable is the closer really? And we, in my lifetime, the Cardinals have won two World Series and four pennants. And in one of those years, their closer in spring was their closer in October. That was Jason Isringhausen in 04. And all the other years, they, they made changes, whether due to injury or just inefficient performance mid-season and just kind of went just okay today he's our closer and then this month he's our closer and we're able to make it work and none of those years were they able to do that with their ace who was the closer in 2013 mejica at the beginning who was the beginning beginning of the... was mitchell boggs mitchell and boggs. he fell apart yes. right at the start and then it became mojica and then he wore down and it became trevor rosenthal in 11 it started off with ryan franklin he fell apart i think boggs had an opportunity couldn't take it. It was Fernando Salas for a little bit, and then it became yeah. Jason Mott. I just think you can have more flexibility with the closer, and therefore you don't necessarily need to have that dominant guy. And I thought the reason why they signed Miller was for that purpose, was to solidify and make sure that Carlos is in your rotation. Right. He has that swing role that we are sort of talking about. Last year had to set the record for most either options – or most guys playing in that role because it was Luke Gregerson was announced at the winter warm-up that he would be the closer, okay? And then that didn't work out. So opening day in New York, Dominic Leone had been named the closer. And we're like, what? Dominic Leone? Later that day, they signed Greg Holland. So Dominic Leone's run as the Cardinals closer lasted less than a day. Of course, the Greg Holland thing didn't work out. And then Bud, Bud Norris emerged, and he was really good. And then Hicks kind of took the baton, and he was special, even though he wasn't necessarily always closing. And then by the end of the year, it was Carlos. Think about that. Who's your closer? Ah, Gregerson. Nah, Leon. Ah, we're probably going to go to Holland now. Okay. Well, that's it. Norris, Hicks, Carlos. To Hoff's point, there have been many years where they were really good, where it just sort of evolved, or late in the year, a different guy emerged. 
But the Carlos bullpen thing, I don't hate it if your abundance of pitching in the rotation all sort of pans out. Uh, joining us now, I think he's he's on the side of the road. He was arrested, and he's calling us. This is the one call they allowed him. We were worried about him. We were worried sick is what our mothers used to say. I was worried sick about this guy. Strick has appeared. Strick, are you okay? Boring. I don't know what you're talking about before I came on there, you know? Cardinal uh, talk. We, we were going to talk blues. bullpen already? Boring. We were planning on talking blues, you but someone here. didn't appear. What happened? Listen, I apologize. You know, we had nope. a, um, nope. a sit-down <laughs> with Jordan Bennington this morning. and we That shouldn't take that long. Yeah, we thought we'd do it before practice, but, you know, sometimes they have meetings and other stuff going on, so we couldn't do it till after practice. I apologize. I told them I had a show to do with you, Martin. Yeah. And they didn't seem they to didn't care. They didn't seem to You know? Okay. I, I just thought, and maybe I'm old school, I would have thought that you would have just, like, texted and said, hey, guys, I'm doing a Bennington interview. I may or may not be. We were counting on you. We were so excited. We brought food and drink and no strict. Listen, uh, two things. First off, I did text producer Hoff to let him know. And number two, I've got some unbelievable chocolate-covered strawberries, hand-dipped chocolate-covered strawberries from Globe Drugs that I have for you, Martin, that oh, I want wow. you to give to the beautiful Kim. And uh, I'm going I'm to still try to get to the station. Hopefully you'll still be there, and I can hand those off to you because Globe Drug, you know, 1900 South Broadway, they make their own chocolate. They've got lots of Valentine's stuff, including these hand-dipped Chocolate-covered strawberries are incredible. Love, love Globe Drugs. Love it. Uh, the, the mood of the team's got to be off the charts. Excited. Seven in a row. Not only that, the 8-3 to three win last night. What are they not doing well? Is it just the power play? Where, where can they improve at this point? Well, probably special teams. I mean, even the PK coming into last night, you know, I mean, they had some bumps in the road there. But, listen, when you're winning hockey games and you're where they were in the standings and where, you know, and they're where they are right now in the standings, I mean, it's tough, tough to really be too critical, you know. Uh, you know, a wise person said a long time ago, never critique a victory. And when you won seven in a row, it's hard to be um, too critical, and you certainly don't want to be when you consider uh, how well this hockey team is playing right now. I mean, they're getting production from their best players, which is what you want to see. I mean, O'Reilly and Tarasenko have developed great chemistry. They're getting lots of production from the fourth line, and it's not a fluke. I mean, if it's not Robert Thomas, it's Mackenzie McEachern. Ivan Barbashev gets a couple of goals last night. McEachern scores one. And, you know, most importantly, they're getting goals, um, are getting saves from their goaltender. I mean, their goaltending has been really, really strong. And in the National Hockey League, as you know, you cannot win without good goaltending. It is nearly impossible. It's just like quarterback play in the NFL. It's no different. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win. And if you don't have good goaltending, you almost have no chance. So they're getting that. They're getting offensive production from the back end. A couple more goals last night from Alex Petrangelo. He was plus six in the game. It's got to be a career high for him. I don't know the last Blues player to be a plus six. We'll probably learn that over the course of the next uh, little while. But, I mean, again, the ingredients you need to be successful and to win, they're getting all of those right now at the same time. So it's a good thing. Do you think Jordan Schwartz, Jordan Schwartz, Jaden Schwartz, there's too many Jordans, Bennington (laughs) and Cairo and Schmaltz. Okay, Jaden Schwartz moving forward Mm -hmm. now with the monkey off his back. Do you think now he can play? Is he going to play a different game? Or maybe that's the wrong way to put it. He's going to play the same game. But do you think this really gives him a little room to breathe now and he can relax a little bit? Well, I think you're a big believer in puck luck, aren't you? I think you are. thousand percent. And so now this is what happens. You know, you get one, then all of a sudden you get two. I know it was called back and 
it probably shouldn't have been. That goal should have counted uh, last night. So, I mean, he should have had two goals in last night's game. But I wouldn't be shocked to see Jaden Schwartz score again and score a couple of goals here on this road trip, but but score again in the next game. You know, I mean, that's just typically the way it works. Um, this guy's a proven offensive player in the National Hockey League. He's scored uh, virtually every season he's played in the NHL, and he's scored at a high level and always shown the ability to play a real strong offensive game. So, you know, at the end of the day, listen, he was getting some chances. Um, they weren't going in. I'm not a big believer in just focusing on that, you know, because it's up to you to find a way to beat the NHL goaltender and to find a way to produce. I mean, he's paid to produce offense. And make no mistake about it, they're going to need Jaden Schwartz down the stretch to provide now some secondary offense. He doesn't have to be the guy, maybe that he was last year, um, you know, with Braden Shen and Tarasenko. I mean, they've got Tarasenko doing his thing, and now with Ryan O'Reilly, you know, Shen's a good fit now in the left wing playing on that top line. They'll get David Perron back. They just need Jaden Schwartz to be a good player. And when he's a good player, typically good things happen, and that means he's producing offensively. So um, they need him to produce. There's no doubt about it. But, so last night's a good sign, and you hope that it continues. Petro, a plus six. This is according to Tom Timmerman, who covers the Blues for the Post-Dispatch, the first Blues player to be plus six since... Rick LaPointe and Bill Stewart both did it in a game versus Vancouver back in November of 1980. Mm. Two other Blues players wow. have been plus six over the years. Red Berenson was plus seven in his mm. infamous six-goal yeah. game. On top of that, has Petrangelo played his best hockey of late? In, and I know you talked about the family and having the triplets, all of that. Do you think mm-hmm. he is now back at a much higher level? Well, let me just say this. I had Bill Stewart, so I'm glad you uh, told me it was LaPointe. Also, I knew it was Stewart. You know, we call him Stewie, so I wasn't exactly sure who the other guy was. So that's great information from you. We appreciate you passing that along. Um, in terms of Alex Petrangelo, uh, I still think his game has room to grow defensively. Um, you know, in terms of getting back to the level that we're accustomed to seeing from him. I mean, last night's a good sign, obviously. Uh, the New Jersey Devils aren't a very good hockey team, and they've been struggling. And there's a reason why they're pretty much playing for the first overall pick, and they're certainly going to be in contention for that. But, you know, Alex Petrangelo has been an elite defender in the NHL almost since he stepped foot in the National Hockey League, and they need him to, to get back to that level. The one thing about Alex Petrangelo, I'll say this, is typically when the games are uh, – when the stakes are at the highest level, whether it's playoffs or down the stretch – he typically raises his level of play. And we've seen that from him in the past. And, you know, confidence is such a big part of it. There's no doubt that he's going to be a more confident player heading into Arizona and then Colorado just based off of last night's performance. You know, even when you're a defenseman, when you're contributing offense and you're scoring goals, that just makes you feel good about your all-around game. So, um, you know, we still see some maybe some mistakes or some turnovers defensively that we're not accustomed to seeing from uh, Alex Petrangelo over the course of his career. But i got to be honest with you, he's the one player on the roster that I just don't worry about. I didn't expect him to have a seamless year. You mentioned the triplets. I thought this would be an adjustment for him. It would be for anybody, especially when you're a professional athlete. So I didn't expect him to have a Norris Trophy-type season. But to see him now start to come around late in the year or down the stretch – is only going to mean good things for the Blues moving forward. Do you think Barubi has surprised even the Blues management, Blues ownership in terms of the job he's been able to do? We always look for that bump. It didn't necessarily happen. It kind of it's been kind of a delayed Barubi bump. Do you think the job he's done has surprised some folks? 
I think it would have to surprise some people. Um, you know, you look at his record over the course of the first, what, 10, 15, 20 games, he was around 500. And now to see this team, you know, pull off seven straight. I mean, his career high as a head coach was five straight. He did that back in, in Philadelphia when he was the head coach of the Flyers. So I don't think they knew exactly what to expect. I think that they thought that he'd have a good handle of the dressing room, which he's shown that he can do. Um, you know, people talk about him being a good communicator. I mean, here's what it comes down to for me with Craig Ruby. I mean, listen, Martin, you know this from covering sports all these years. Not every player on a team is equal. They're just not. But when you treat every player equally, that goes a long way. And I think that's what's happened right now with – with uh, Craig Berube. I mean, he's got a ton of respect inside that dressing room. He played over a thousand games. Um, you know, he's a guy who's a very direct communicator, but he doesn't cross the line, but he's very honest. You know, it's not just about the healthy scratches with guys like Perron, who then responded well, or Joel Edmondson, or some of these guys who are considered mainstays in the lineup, but it's the communication inside the dressing room, in meetings, on the bench. That's the stuff we don't see. But when you treat every player equally, I think that can bring an entire team together. If Mackenzie McEachern is saying, hey, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is being held to the same level of accountability that I am, you know, that brings everybody together. Because when a head coach treats players differently, believe me, players at this level can see right through that. And they'll consider a head coach a fraud when he's not treating everybody the same way. I think good coaches do that. And Craig Berube has certainly done that. He's a great communicator. And when you hear people talk about his communication skills, this is exactly what they're talking about. He understands the dressing room. He's even said that maybe there were some issues inside the room. And he made a point to correct those issues. And I think he's done a masterful job of doing that up to this point. A true rink report. Andy Strickland from the Mills in Hazelwood, the outlet mall, whatever you want to call it. The abandoned building where the Blues still practice hockey until next year. Strick, thanks for checking in. I'm glad you're okay. We were a little worried. With all the puck luck going on and all the winning, we thought you would have been here at, you know, like 8 a.m. waiting for that slot. I understand. Listen, I was Duty planning call. on it. I was planning. I got, I've got these strawberries. i got to bring them to Where are you at tomorrow during the show? Uh, going to be at Schnooks. Probably eating some chocolate-covered strawberries out there. We're going to be at the Schnooks in O'Fallon. Uh, I'll be at the TV station tonight if you want to. Stop by with treats, whatever. I, I got to meet up with you. I got to give right. you these strawberries. Maybe I'll give them to you. Are we doing the slop on Friday? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Three hours. Housekeeping, yeah. I don't think Frank's Let's here. Frank's not here. Let's make an executive decision. Can you handle us, Martin? Are you oh, okay absolutely. I look okay. forward to one of the worst questions I've ever heard. I'm like, okay. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. All right, well, I will bring the strawberries for you and... And Hoffman and everybody else. We'll bring those on oh, Friday then. Thank you, Strick. There's the plan. All right, Thanks. Andy Strickland checking in. Fox Sports Midwest, part of their hockey coverage as the Blues. Head to Arizona. They'll play the Coyotes tomorrow. One of our sponsors this hour, Offenberg Hyundai O'Fallon, Illinois, is where you'll find them. 30th anniversary coming up because in 1989, they were the first to offer the Hyundai brand in this area. That's when it all started. And now the award-winning service continues. Great-looking vehicles, great gas mileage. That's when Hyundai is all about. They were the first manufacturer that rolled out the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, so they stand behind their cars. And when it's Offenberg, they stand behind their service. OffenbergHyundai.com. Start the search there. And then stop by and see them in person. Green Mount Road is the exit right off Highway 64. You'll see the dealership from the highway. About 10 minutes or so from downtown St. Louis. Short ride to a great deal. We appreciate Offenberg Hyundai, longtime sponsor 
of this program. I don't know if we do we have a mini end of the yeah, day. Yeah, got a mini one. Sure. Mini end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Uh, new World Series odds were released on the heels of the Phillies making two moves. Well, I guess making one move, addition, JT Romuto, and then second move doesn't add much, but they signed Aaron Nola for a long-term deal. Uh, Yankees, your World Series favorites for next year, or for October, rather. 6-1 to one odds, Red Sox and Astros, 7-1, to one, Dodgers, 9-1. to one. Phillies ten to one, Cubs twelve to one, Brewers and Cardinals tied at fourteen to one. The Orioles are uh, your biggest odds, uh, two fifty to one. While the uh, win now Marlins are tied for second to last with the uh, Royals and the Tigers at one fifty to one. No excuses though, says uh, says Derek Jeter. Cardinals are always sort of in that middle ground, right? Yes. They're not the favorites. But they're not the worst. They're kind of right there. Uh, two relievers. This is what this is my point about Carlos Martinez needing to be in the rotation because he has much more value in that role. Two relievers last year had, according to Fangraphs, a wins above replacement of, of three or more. That was Blake Trinan and Edwin Diaz. How would you categorize Carlos's three full years as a starter? This is this is 15, 16, and 17. Like, how would you categorize it? I'd say pretty good. Pretty good, but not great. Pretty right? good, right. Get through the first in. There's always a little bit of a hiccup yes. or a little bit of an issue that we're trying to iron out. But I still, I mean, he's still pretty young. What is he, 26? All three years as a starter for Carlos, he registered a wins above replacement of three or more. So the two best relievers in baseball last year were equal to a pretty good starter. Interesting. That's why he needs to be in the rotation where the very best is still pretty good, at least in relation to, to a full season. Um, I dreamt about work last night. It was weird because it was about this segment, and it was really bad, so I hope that I'm... Uh, <laughs> you had a you had a nightmare about the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> and what happened? Like, your computer locked up? I just up, had nothing. Audio wouldn't And there was play. just dead air. It was terrible. I hate dreaming about work because it just yeah. feels like a waste of a dream. <laughs> it's like, a that's, waste of a that's dream. That's no fun. Who dreams about work? I have, dude, it happens to me all the time. Uh, also, finally, you mentioned uh, just jokingly, I have two more things. If you type in Chuck on Twitter, the first Chuck that comes up is Chuck Yeager, who turns 93 today. So happy birthday. Get him on. So at Chuck, we'll get you to Chuck Yeager we'll get before you to, to, get yes, you to Chuck, to Chuck Marlowe. And then finally, Martin, I've decided that I'm not sure what plans you have for um, for once you retire from television, and I assume radio at the exact same time, unless radio is done well before TV. Uh your next job in retirement should just be the guy who hands out numbers for teams. Oh, I would like that. One yes. team just hires you and say, like, you get to decide who wears what number because oh, you seem I'd you like seem to have a good sense the, of that. I'd be the clearinghouse on that. I would not <laughs> yes. let college defensive linemen wear single digits. <laughs> that would not happen. You could be in the seventies or nineties. You know what? I would I would make it illegal again for NFL linebackers to wear numbers in the forties. Yep. I think it looks ridiculous. I agree. Unless you're going to be a fullback like Chuck Foreman, you yes. don't get to wear a 40. So, well, Jack Flaherty yeah. came to you. I want to no, be 22. If you're, if you're nope, safe, you. you can wear a 40. Ronnie Lott. Yeah, linebackers, I said. Yeah, well, yeah. okay, you're right. Don't have to be a running back. Okay, fair enough. No, you're right. I would so, tell Jack Flaherty you're staying number 32. You're, you're not 22. It's not a starter's number. <sighs> you're not a yeah, 22. Well, that, yeah. Oh, My pitcher, I, I, I don't. Man, what would you have done if you would have had this car when Mike Lee tried to come in here? I wouldn't have signed Mike Leake, but then when number, he got him. Number eight, get the hell out. Get the hell out. Did we give you an eight-year deal? Is that why you're – are you flaunting your deal by wearing the number eight? Is that what happened? 
Oh, that's the end of the day. That's the end of the uh, day. But before we head out, though, I want to remind everyone that if you have any, if you're sideways with the IRS, taxes and that's upon us, you know. If you have years of unfiled tax returns, keeping you up at night, if you're facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments, if you are, you should contact former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Milty provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on TV and the radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com. Today, remember the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Thanks to Joey Vitale of the Blues checking in with us. Jim Sterk, the Missouri Athletic Director. Strick, uh, sort of with a gun to his head, forced to join this show. Chuck Marlowe, live from Florida. Frank Cusimano, part of the coverage as well. It all continues. Jupiter reports TMA starting at 7 a.m. tomorrow. We're at the Schnooks in O'Fallon, Missouri, off Highway K. It's the Monticello Schnooks location. Come on by. We'll be there tomorrow from 10 until 3. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.